0: Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news.
1: Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm joined by Laura Berlin, founder of the Centre for Compassionate Leadership. Uh, welcome to the show, Laura.
0: Thank you, Shane.
1: Uh, just to start things off, could you tell me a little bit about yourself and your background?
0: Sure thing. So I spent more than 40 years in tech and media here in the States, um, certainly through the early days of the Internet and the advent of all types of interactive connections between people. And about 20 years into my career, I also started uh, practicing meditation and yoga. And I had a sort of a parallel track in my life of uh, contemplative wisdom-based traditions and practices. And over time, these two parts of my life were we're sort of on separate railroad tracks, but it was really important that they come together because especially in the world of, of, of tech and media, there was no way to um, allow myself to have the kind of intensity that was needed for successful work and presence for successful work without the complement of these wisdom practices and traditions. So eventually I brought the two together because our work life and our the rest of life, they're not separate. And certainly COVID has shown us <laughs> that they're not separate anymore. Yeah. Um, and, and the truth is that bringing these wisdom traditions and practices into business uh, has incredibly positive effects for both individuals and for organizations.
1: Yeah, that's great, thanks. So um, is the first thing I should ask you is, um, uh, what sort of work do you do at the Center for uh, Compassionate Leadership, if you don't mind explaining?
0: Sure, so we um, are really focused on building a global community of leaders who are concerned about the future, of our planet, of the way we work and the way we live, because most of what we do today is truly unsustainable. Mm -hmm. Just think about in in most tech companies and environments, and it's true really across all industries, people are just expected to go beyond uh, what is reasonable for uh, building and maintaining a sustainable life. Certainly, when you look at what's happening around the planet, we know that uh, you know what is happening with uh, our climate and with all the other inhabitants of the planet behind, beyond our human species, we're in trouble. So um, we are building a community of leaders who are concerned and dedicated to making change in a very positive way so that... Uh, We can all flourish, not just the people on the planet, but everyone else who inhabits it and the planet itself. Beyond community, we uh, have developed a unique model for uh, helping leaders understand how to develop and train and grow their compassionate leadership. So we lead uh, online trainings, we lead retreats, organizational retreats um lastly we're very concerned about building evidence that gives leaders the at this moment i hate to use the word ammunition but gives them the data that they need to help bring the case for compassionate leadership forward so we're very engaged in uh building a body of research as well
1: yeah that's great so i'm um... What are, uh, if you, if any, um, What are some of the challenges uh, you sort of face in the work you do?
0: I think the largest challenge that comes up for us is that many leaders are individual islands within their own organizations, and there is a sense of hesitancy and resistance within many organizations to talk about the human condition, to talk about compassion, to talk about love, to really break a conspiracy of silence, as one of our colleagues likes to say, that brings the the difficult human questions up for conversation within an organizational framework. So many of our colleagues around the world are sort of Uh, lone wolves within their organizations, trying to create change and bringing whole organizations and systems along is is really one of the biggest challenges. The other significant challenge is overcoming this myth that compassionate leaders are not strong and are not capable and are not effective. And that, you know, couldn't be farther from the truth as the evidence shows that it really does benefit uh, the leaders, teams, organizations, systems, and so forth.
1: Yeah. So, um, is there any past experiences that you've had that you know you can kind of look back on and uh, that help you now in the work you do?
0: Hmm. I spent the first 30 years of my career in technology in in a classic kind of A personality, you know, running as fast as I could, pushing as hard as I could, sort of sacrificing other areas of my life because the work was so important, and it had to get done, and we had goals, and we needed to achieve them, and we were in a startup, we're an organization, and we had to make everything uh, basically run as fast as, as we can, and I hit a wall, you know, I burnt out, I hit a personal tragedy that I had great difficulty recovering from, and it became clear to me that we can't live our lives this way, that, that living a whole life, um, the word balance is hard because you know, when, when you're pushing and running, sometimes the demands of work do take over yeah. But we can't forget that the rest of life exists, that our relationships with families and friends really matter, that our relationship to the earth and nature really matters. So it, it was really that crisis back uh, about 20 years ago that, that gave me pause and made me reevaluate and reassess. And, and that was really what set me on my path, my meditation path. And as I continued down that path, I grew to appreciate that all of these things can be part of a whole life and a positive life and and a life where we can be of service and purpose, but also one where we can thrive individually.
1: Yeah, that's great. Thanks. So I just wanted to ask you, what are some of the uh, biggest benefits and impacts of Compassionate Leadership?
0: Well, we look at it um, both individually and and organizationally. And on an individual level, um, the data is very clear that uh, learning how to have self-compassion as well as compassion for others uh, has huge benefits for reducing stress in life, for uh, bringing wellness into a person, that the the markers of thriving are very powerful against the the traditional types of uh, diseases and uh, challenges that we face in, in life today. It also helps create the basis for strong and loving relationships which as we know from a, a decades-long study out of Harvard is one of the, the most important markers of a long and happy life. Within organizations, compassion, so, so think about organization where everybody's stressed and overworked and overwhelmed and just yeah. pumping out that last breath, right? And, and they're not necessarily happy, enjoyable places to show up every day. We know this now, of course, with the great resignation, that people are are not putting up with it anymore, right? Yeah. So in an organization, when you have people who are individually open and happy and less stressed, they naturally become more creative and more productive and they... Uh, become much more highly engaged employees, employee retention rises, loyalty rises. All of that leads to better financial returns. And and we know specifically in healthcare professions, for example, which have been studied probably more than any other vertical, uh, reduced burnout for caregivers, improved patient compliance and improved medical outcomes. So the, the benefits of compassion ripple within and they ripple without and they ripple very powerfully.
1: Yeah, it's great. So um, I guess what would be some of your top tips or uh, your sort of some of your best advice for leaders trying to uh, maybe become more compassionate in the workplace and create yeah. a better work environment?
0: Absolutely. The first thing is to start with yourself. You know, our tendency is to look outside and to blame the system or to blame the organization or to blame the the other. And the reality is we really have to start within ourselves. Compassionate leadership works and grows from the inside out. And we have to think about it as a process and a practice. It's an ongoing kind of thing. It's not like, oh, I'll do this tomorrow. I'll check this box and I'm done, right? It's really about a, a, a long-term commitment to a way of being as a human being, yeah. and to to sort of dissolve or to or to take 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 a curious eye toward the idea that uh, competition and winning is everything. You know, we are so conditioned into this survival of the fittest mentality, and And actually Darwin himself talked about survival of the kindest. And as a species, we grew, evolved and succeeded because of our pro-social behavior, because of our ability to cooperate. And we see that, I think tech is actually a really interesting place where we see cooperation as as a way forward, I think you know things like the emergence of the gig economy is about cooperative versus competitive. Um, so it's it's sort of a shift in mindset, but most simply bringing awareness to what you're doing every day. When you start looking at what you're doing, how you're doing it. Wh- what you're saying, words matter, language matters, as well as your presence in the world. So uh, cultivating that sense of inner kindness, inner appreciation, inner forgiveness, and then sharing that outward, you know, it, it could be as basic. I think golden rule day is coming up, you know, as living by the golden rule and just treating and appreciating everyone as we would want to be treated ourselves.
1: Yeah. And do you think, um, you know, given everything that's gone on in the last few years, do you think it's uh, more important now than ever that leaders make change in the workplace?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I think you've had to have your head in the sand as a leader or as a participant in this world through the COVID pandemic, through climate change, through many of the humanitarian crises, crises we've been dealing with and now with war. Um, you know, the world is screaming for a different way for us to behave in ways that are loving and kind. And, you know, the most powerful thing is when We receive, when when that's acknowledged to us, we all really, you know, I'll say this on a tech podcast, we all wanna be loved, you know, we really do. It is our most basic human yearning and instinct. And yet we put on this armor and we pretend that that doesn't matter. And we're some sort of robot, you know, marching forward in the field of life. It's not so, we're human beings. So acknowledging and embracing that sense, it has really been forced upon us, I think, by the by the pandemic in so many ways. And um, it brought to light so many of the challenges that our broken systems had been able to get by with over many years and decades, but no more.
1: Yeah, I certainly agree with everything you're saying. Um, and just my penultimate question for you, um, uh, what are sort of your plans for the near future? And is there anything you'd like to talk about?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sitting here with my hand over my heart and I certainly am praying <laughs> for peace.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, the, uh, and, and, and the same is true for peace. Peace starts within. Peace starts within. That's hard to imagine when we're looking at a conflict in the world where it doesn't feel like it it's, has anything to do with how my heart feels, um, but truly peace begins within. And um, I feel that if, if everyone makes small changes, little changes toward treating and caring e- for each other in a much more present loving and human way, uh, there is a lot of hope for our future.
1: Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking to you today. And just finally, um, I just wanted to ask where can people find out more about you and the work you do?
0: Thank you so much for this conversation. Um, our work is on the web at centerforcompassionateleadership.org. We're a nonprofit. And uh, we have a compassion training coming up in a few weeks in late April that um, we'd love people to dip into if this is resonating with you as a part of life that uh, has yet to be discovered, developed, and uh, shared in your life.
1: That's great. Thanks, Laura. Have a good day.
0: Thank you, Shane. Thanks to your listeners. Be well. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News Podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on.